This is Broad Minded with Spirit Light Worker 1111, aka your girl TJ. So I have Aaron on the show today, and we're going to discuss a poem, or also what could be considered a love spell by some, that I just recently posted. I'm going to get a couple of thoughts, you know, from him about how he feels about it and about, you know, the way this is going, because it's like a story of our life. Um, The events in it are very true. And I just wanted to get your take on some of, you know, what was in there. So would you like for me to go over the part that I shared or would you just like for me to go into, you know, just a couple of thoughts on it? Okay, so the poem is basically about how we met, the story of my life, and how we became who we are to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the story goes on, because, okay, so the part that I didn't tell them, or they don't know yet, because it only gave them the beginning of the story, um, but I actually crossed paths with you when I was 14 years old. And you were like, how old are you? You're, what, six years, seven years older than me? Five years older than me. Okay. Five years older. I don't know why. Okay. So five years older than me. So at the time, I was 14. You would have been... 20. 20. Yeah. (laughs) Depending upon what time it was when we met. So, thoughts? You were too young. Okay. Definitely too too young. For me to be, you know, trying to deal with Definitely. I mean, but in some people's minds, some people may have actually tried to deal with me. But you did the right thing, so I guess you weren't a pedophile. But in hindsight, maybe I wish I had at least taking the time to just know you. Right, because we crossed paths again when I was 17, 18. Right. And this time, I didn't see you. You saw me. hmm And what happened? And, uh, as one of your friends who happened to be somebody that had known me for years, I knew them and they were five years old riding uh, tricycles and um, so I pretty much I pretty much knew it was a uh, it was a go because they were going to put in a good word for me oh I was going to say what you mean by a go you mean they were oh they were going to tell you that they I... were going to tell you to select me oh okay to give me a good reference is what I'm saying Okay, so they did give him a good reference, just so you know. Um, but what happened on that day is we hung out a little bit, but and I drove you to my friend's house because you were drunk that night. Yeah. And then I left. And then you left. But we exchanged phone numbers, or somebody gave you my phone number, or how did that happen? That part I can't really remember. I do know that we, it was easy to get back in contact with but I don't remember if you gave me your number or I probably gave you my number. Okay. Um, I don't think you were being um, really open to the idea of... Being your girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. So I think I gave you my number, so I probably had to wait to see if you called me. I think I was being open to being your girlfriend. I don't think I was in a position to be your girlfriend, though, at that time. Okay. And quite frankly, I don't think you were technically in a position to be my boyfriend either. You were being messy because you were somebody else's boyfriend. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But either way, we kept in contact. How long was that for? About six months. Okay, we stayed in contact for about six months. And we talked. We used to have very good conversations. We used to stay on the phone for a long time. We became pretty good friends in that six months, it seemed like. Or at least we had good chemistry. We did. How many times did we see each other, do you think? 
Probably once. Yeah, once, maybe twice in that time period. I just came to visit you to talk to you for a few minutes. Okay, so during that time, we were just developing, you know, a friendship, a relationship, or something. Because during this time, um, I don't even know if I had discussed with you that I was probably the same little girl. I was probably being a little hot, um, trying to get your attention. Hmm. So I don't know if we had even discussed that part yet, did we? No. So, at 14, I saw him and I sent my cousin to say something to him because I thought he was very attractive. He shot me down, gave me no rhythm, told me to take my little young ass on. I did that. And then, later on in life, now he comes across me and now he's sending his friends to talk to me. So, six months give or take some we um communicated we developed a really good friendship um i moved from the situation i was in and off on my own the very first time i was ever probably really like on my own by myself you came to my house the very first night i moved in mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. talked yeah and we had well we did more than talk but we talked for a long time we did always talk for a long time. And at that time, you were a college student. Yeah, chemistry. Uh, and, yep, a chemistry major. And we were talking about all your dreams and everything that you wanted to do. And you told me you were a chemistry major. And that night, I said I was going to marry you. Hmm. <laughs> so... It was me, you, and your friend. Who what was your friend? Was it CL? I think I want to say CL, yeah. Okay, one of his friends, CL. And so we started dating from night that night on, right? Yeah. Literally, like, from that night on. Yeah. And I was so in love with you, like, from the gate. And so what happened after that was... An ex-boyfriend, an old boyfriend of mine, got out of jail. How many, how many months did we date before that? It was almost like six months or something. Probably we dated after that. And then he showed up and he was, he had found out that I was dating you or something. And he came to tell me that you had a girlfriend. So when he told me that he had a girlfriend, I stopped talking to him. And you actually called and checked up on me, came to my house, and I kept avoiding you. And then I found out you got in trouble. So he got in trouble for something. I found out about it. Um, Then I tried to contact him. Now he was, you were unavailable. I couldn't get a hold of you. At all. And I came to find you. I actually came to look for you. So it took now years for us to actually find each other again after that. It did. It took years. But before that, before we got to that such um, situation, um, my friends told me that you were getting married. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't with it. So... I ended up finding out that he was about to get married, that he got engaged to some girl, and or I guess the girl that he was supposed to have been with at the time. And I wanted my friends to tell me, and you didn't find this out till later, that I wanted my friends to tell me because my friends were connected to his friends. So I was trying to persuade my friends to find out from his friends about the day you were going to get married because I was going to stop your wedding. Because I knew you didn't belong there. You were mine. I told you that. So, nobody would tell me. He got married. He disappeared. For how many years? Probably four years. So, disappeared for four years. And by this time, um. 
about 24, 25. Mm-hmm. What, 23, 22? Maybe. Because it took be a little right. while for you to leave, yeah, you bro, still. Right. Yeah, you might, you might be right. About 24, 25. Okay, so then we connect again. Did you think about me when you were gone? I did. I told people about you. What did you say? <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> basically, I just you know told them about the you know girl from Dover that, and it might have been because I met some people from Dover, so I might have been trying to find out if they knew. Right, so and um, <clears throat> so basically, I just said, you know, that you were my baby. I wish I could have had a chance to talk to you, but now we just lost contact like cold, no way to get in contact with each other. Right, so then by the time we actually get in contact with each other, so I think I had seen your friend one time at one of the events that Delaware has, like a camp or something at the time. And I remember him taking a picture of me and I gave him my phone number because I told him when he saw you, I needed to speak to you. So how did you know? Did he tell you? I remember him giving me the picture. So it must have been him that somehow told me, but I don't know if that's how I got in contact with you. I can't remember how we got in contact because did you give him a number to give to you? I did, I think. Yeah, I did, actually, because at the time, when you and I first used to date, you kind of can, you know, vouch for this or, you know, say whatever, but um, when we first met, I was kind of very square, like, kind of very laid back, very shy type, like, but when I seen him, I had grown a little. So I told him that I wanted to show you the difference between 18 and 24. Right. Because I had learned some stuff. Yeah. I had become a little more mature, mature, I thought. But by the time you and I started linking up, what were you thinking? About who you were now? Yeah. I didn't like some of the changes that you had going through. So, a lot different from my first. Yeah, even though you still were the same person to me, you were just different in a way that if I had only met you then, you know, like later. Right. I probably wouldn't have been as close to you. At the 24-year-old right. face. Yeah. I thought you would have liked her, though. She was a little more fun. Yeah, it was way more reserved when yeah. you met me first. But there's two different types of women in my eyes. There's girls that you have fun with and girls that you be are with. Oh. Not that they can't, not that the girl that you are with can't be fun, but that some girls are just for fun. Oh. And then I became both. Well, you were able to be both because I already knew. Oh. If I didn't know you, and I met you, I would have labeled you as probably the funny girl. Why? Because you were funny. What's that mean, though? I mean, I still was having my house. I still had my kids. I still I mean, did you were still responsible, responsible stuff. And all of that, but some things I just don't approve of. Like? It's just my style. Just for me. I was a party girl. Yeah. You didn't like party girls? No. Not That's not a... Not to take home with me. You took me home every night. <laughs> every night. Yeah, we had I wasn't apart. with you. I you were with, with me at the time. You think we were together? Yes. I don't know, because you stayed away from me so much. Meaning, like, you were there. I was, you yeah, but then we got to a point where we were... Together like, just about every day. Every but, day. But we didn't live together. It didn't matter. We damn near almost did, because shit, where was you at? You got off work and you came to me. So, I mean, it seems like we developed something. Well, okay. Like I said, we were, we were still the same person. You just said things. Right. 
And so, being the person that I am, I would let certain things restrict me from. Well, you were a little bit different when you got back to. Because um, you're not really all that, um, you became a little isolated in, because I remember you still being more relaxed before the incident. Oh, right. yeah. You was a little uptight and a little grumpy. Probably, yeah. I think I can feel that. But I was young, I was 24, so I was doing 24-year-old shit. No doubt. By that time, you were 29. Okay, so you had lived a little, and plus you had a little trouble that made you I a little more strict and structured. Right. I was living my life. Of course, you never been to prison before. Didn't want to go. Yeah. So, okay, we got past that phase. What happened then? Because this is like cycles of our life, and this is the reason why we're going through this, because... We'll fast forward to later, but there were several times that me and you just ended up together and it just seemed like we kept crossing paths, but we was not able to stick to each other. Mm-hmm. So we knew we were tied together. We knew we loved each other. We had a bond because we would always gravitate back to each other. I always thought about you. You tell me you always thought about me. So now in a situation, like I used to tell you back then, and, you know, I might have thought you were weird or you might have thought I was weird, but I used to tell you that we had past lives together, right? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Well, I didn't know what to think about that sometimes. Um, but, you know, over the years, I've come to know the things that you believe in, you know, more about your belief system. And so then I know what you mean now when you say that. What do you think it means? Well, if you believe in reincarnation, in that a spirit can travel through multiple human life, uh-huh. then you're saying that, I guess you were saying that our bond seems so natural that... We are familiar. Our souls yes. are familiar to one another. And we've always seemed like we've been very familiar to each other, even though we couldn't kind of like hold on to each other for some reason. We would hold on to each other, but it always seemed like we were hit and miss. Like you would be into something, I would be into something. It was just always something. And then at the time, because you were still tied to this person even though you were saying you wasn't with the person, but you were still tied to this person. And so that kind of like threw me off a little bit with our situation. Um, So then as we continue and now we're learning even more things like the twin flame thing. What do you think about that? Describe our relationship. Would you like to elaborate? That I feel such a strong gravitation, attraction to for you or towards you. But um, once we get together, it just becomes kind of chaotic. Everything becomes chaotic. I don't, or somehow difficult. Even though and nothing makes me makes the my attraction for you go away, but so then I that is confusing to me because why then is it always so difficult? Right, for us to kind of mesh or whatever. So then, do we have another transition? Because for some reason I think we have four lifetimes together or something. Hmm. So something happened that kind of put us together all the time. Or just in the same situation where now we're moving in together. And then that became crazy. So that was another phase. Um, and it, then it was seeming like, and I don't know, you can kind of correct me if I'm wrong. Like we were 
I was telling you one thing. And it was almost like you weren't hearing what I was saying because I'm like, I love this man so much. But it was almost like our communication was kind of blocked or something. Like we just could not get on the same page. Um, So we got through with that transition. So now we started, that was the last one. So now we're friends and trying to just coexist after the last incident because it went from a time where you and I never argued about anything. Anything at all. Nothing. We were just good. And then we decided that we wanted to live together and our life went haywire. Why do you think that was? Because I guess certain things are acceptable. It's officially 11-11, just so you know. I think certain things are more acceptable before you are officially together. Like, when you become officially together with someone, you don't want to see them out until 3 o'clock in the morning. Right, that's true. So now, although we could be out until all night. (laughs) (laughs) Partying like fucking rock stars. (laughs) You go now. The rules have changed a little bit. The dynamic is different. Before, when I if I saw somebody trying to talk to you, I would just turn around and go the other way. You know, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the type of relationship we had. Like we knew we were to get we were together, but it didn't matter. Like, cause I didn't care who you talked to. I knew you were leaving with me, so it didn't matter. We had a very open and fun relationship. Yeah, but it was easier because I guess of the way I could frame it in my mind. Right. Okay, so that ended very tragically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was bad. Okay, so we, that relationship, we totally failed at all of the ones previously, before now. And um, so that cycle lasted the longest because normally the other cycles were maybe like five years or the first one was what? Five years, right? Four years? Oh, four, five. Okay. I, got, I, got, I probably saw you within six months of me being back around. Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't waste time. But the only thing about us, we were always very weird. Like, although we know we had great sex, we would take our time to have sex. Which I thought was always funny with us. Because it seems like we have a very great attraction. So why do we do that? We're like, it's almost as if we have to kind of communicate from the inside first. Before our outsides decided they want to touch each other. Do a bonding thing first. Yeah. We have to be okay with each other first. Right. Um, yeah. So. But that's how we started, nigga. We did. We did start that way because Not for we the communicated. Same reason necessarily, or because we just talked on the phone. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So now, ten years go by. But what we did this time was, although before all the other times we would lose touch from each other, this time we made a very conscious decision to hold on to each other and to just be friends. Because we knew we we loved each other, but we just can't figure out why we can't get it together. Definitely. So now in 10 years, he's had a relationship, I've had a relationship, um, I moved away from our state to a different state. I done moved two states since then. And, but we communicated the whole time. You were kind of like my guide along the way. Like during, um, my relationship issues, you kind of walked me through some of the things. You were always a very listening ear when I was going through stuff. Yeah. I feel like I was always very open with you though, but you weren't telling me about your stuff. I mean, I may not always offer up a whole lot of information, but for the most part, I would give you details, but maybe not something, I don't know. But I would 
give you details. I would talk about all the women. All, all the women. Sounds like a lot. It was more than one. So. Okay. Um, no, so. Like it wasn't more than one sometimes. Don't bring nothing about me. We're going to remember to keep this to you say what you say about yourself. Uh-huh. And remember that you talking about yourself, okay? Because you don't know what I was doing. My box belonged to me. You don't supervise that. So you wasn't there. You can't say that. You thought nothing. You thought you could talk about you. Um, So, now we're 10 years. 10 years now. And a year ago, I decided that I was tired of playing with you. You remember what I told you? some closure some kind of way to complete the cycle or get out of this cycle or something. Yes, because you and I seem like we were stuck on a merry-go-round. I mean, it seems like every so often we would kind of like go our own separate ways, do what we were doing, but we still would be connected to each other. That didn't seem like it was kind of irritating to you, your other people, or... Because it's kind of hard being in relationships with other people when you're holding on to the dream of something different. Would you not agree? Yeah, but on my end, that was easy. How? Because I don't really tell everybody all my business anyway. So I'm, I don't necessarily tell everybody that, you know, who I talk to or how close somebody is to me or whatever. I mean, but I'm sure they could think about it if you bring the person up or if you mention the person more than once and they're not in your relationship and I didn't heard you say that you didn't said stuff to women about oh yeah it was these women I wasn't trying to be with so it didn't matter to me yeah well either way I was just done with the cycle because we seem like we keep dancing around this thing and so what I decided to do was we plan visits and we were going to now try to therapy our way because I don't even think when we decided that that we were even discussing us being together I think we were really just discussing us doing friendship counseling right that's what I thought because we had pens pencils we were really like getting ready to go through this whole transitional thing of as while we keep having this back and forth thing while we keep having to come back to each other so i said i'm tired of it we gotta figure it out because i'm tired of connecting to and holding on to you because in my relationships what was happening was because you have always been considered my best friend when i'm having boyfriends and they're saying you can't be best friends with him i'm saying he was here before you so if i have to make a choice i choose him which has to be kind of hard now that I think about it, probably for them. And maybe I should have thought about it even then, but for some reason, I just didn't care. So I would say, you know, that's my friend. Even though they probably felt like, I mean, probably the way that I talked about you or just anything, people would probably say that you were never really just my friend. People would say that when we were just in the same room with each other. Yes. Like, we look like we're attached to each other. We look like we belong to each other. They would say that. So, we got our pens. We got our paper. We had our schedule. We were going to meet each other um, once a month, right? Yeah. We were going to stay with each other. Um, so, we got a hotel room. Want, did we do it, what, Twice. The first two months, right? Mm-hmm. So the first two months, we got together. We got hotel rooms. We got our little pens and paper. And we communicated. And we did everything. We actually slept in the same bed, but on opposite sides where we didn't even touch each other. Right. And I accidentally touched you one time. And you almost went crazy. Like, <laughs> like you jumped as if, you know, you were afraid to touch me. So we were literally like 
really, really, really friends. So the first two months, and then we skipped. What did we miss? Like three months or something? Yeah, somehow, you know, it became hard for you to come to Delaware as often or something. Because you had to do some other thing. And so, yeah, then the time started spreading out. So then I show up, I guess, two or three months later. And this time, I think something, something started to change. Not much, but slightly. Because... Um, I think I showed you, um, something that was happening with my body, mm. which I wasn't naked or anything. I had on, um, I think a robe and, uh, tights or something, bodysuit. Yeah. And you happened to say you saw my butt. <laughs> <laughs> which made me blush a little bit, but I think somewhere in my mind it kind of switched a little something okay so then that happened Uh, well nothing happened right because we just still did the same thing we just did our normal discussion our meet and greet our sleep and we're out but it was still kind of like bonding um couple months go by again how many about three again you mean by because you came away from I went away again because yeah. I had to be going a lot. Yeah. But this time we're texting and now we're texting a little different. Right. Because what happened was my brother sent me a picture one night and it was a me and you at a party from when we were younger. Yeah. And the minute the picture came through, I said, I love him. And my brother said, I know you do. That's why I sent it to you. And it gave me, like, the best feeling. And I remember how I felt when we were together at that time. And that's what happened when I saw it. And I sent it right to you. And, and that's what you I said. said. I remember you. Mm-hmm. I just got hit with all of those feelings all over. I forgot. And just all of the stuff that we went through and everything just made me not remember that. Right. And it gave us a feeling. So I remember that feeling. So during this time, I was still doing stuff, but I was with still the person. But for some reason, um, that night made me feel different about you. Because it made me instantly feel like, oh shit, I already knew I wasn't supposed to be where I was anyway. And I should have been, like, brought that to an end. And one of my friends actually told me before, because we had an incident and you were mad at me. And then she was like, that the reason why she thought you were mad was because you wanted me to make the choice to be separated from that person anyway, all on my own. But I didn't think that at all because we had never had that discussion. And all you would have had to do was say something. But okay, so we had that discussion. And so shortly behind that... I went to Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. And while I was in Jamaica, from the very first time of me going to, like, landing, I was on the phone with you. And I was in Jamaica with somebody different. But I needed my friend because the somebody different was driving me insane. Like, it was the worst vacation ever. So I'm on the phone with you because, well, first of all, they didn't fly with me. Matter of fact, I flew by myself, remember? Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I was getting ready to make the decision to be like, you should come hang out with me in Jamaica. I mean, we were friends, so why couldn't we hang out? Except for the fact that I was at a nudist resort. Now, that might have been, you know, something. Would you let me see you? We would have been in the same room. So how could two friends be naked around each other? We probably wouldn't have been friends anymore after that. Yeah. Or we would have been friends, but probably we real friends. <laughs> <laughs> really close <laughs> friends. <laughs> then the person shows up and they're acting retarded and crazy and it was like the worst vacation ever and you were like talking me through this vacation because it was like the vacation from hell like seriously and so then I was taking pictures because I was there the whole time and I wanted to send you pictures and but because you were my friend I didn't know if I should send you the pictures because the pictures were a little 
they weren't like bad, but they were kind of sexual or something. Just sugar little skin. But I was fully covered though, right? Classy still. Yeah. Mm. And but I thought you would like them, and then I'm like, but I never sent you pictures like that since we were friends. Mm. But I wanted to send you the picture, and I'm like, and that's when I knew things had changed. That was different because the fact that I wanted to send you the picture was different. But, oh, and I skipped something because when I was in Jamaica, probably two weeks before I went to Jamaica, I had sent you a text message. Mm-hmm. What did it say? I don't remember that one. Which one? The text message. The that text. was the one before you went. Yes, I went oh. to Jamaica and I sent you that yeah, text you and then I went the to Jamaica. You sent that. I was. Yeah. So what did I say? Um, do you want to get married? When was the time? When was the time? Yeah, I said, do you want to get married? Oh. And you yeah, said yeah. what? You said, I said, no, I said, you will have to act right. And I said, I will. And then you said, yeah. And I thought it was going to be way more than that because you are like a very, you want to ask 9 million questions. Why are you saying that? This, But you didn't do any of that. You just said yes. So that threw me for a loop and I said, okay, well, the date is, and I gave Hold you the on. date. Did I say something like, what's going on? What's going oh yeah, on? you did. You asked me what was going on. I said nothing. Yeah. Just ready. I know I was ready. And, um, so I guess I probably was in violation because I was standing behind the person when I said it, but I was just already over that whole thing. It was too much going on. So probably, but you and I had never crossed, we hadn't crossed the line. So. Other than talking. Yes. And you being my friend, but we started to kind of get closer from that time. Like it was almost. Think of each other differently, not necessarily get close. I think the perspective started changing. Right, because technically we were, we were engaged that moment. Yeah. Because I said, you know this is real. Yeah. And you said, okay. Yeah. So literally we were engaged at that moment. So I'm in Jamaica. So I probably made that the worst trip ever anyway because I had already like canceled yeah. him in my mind. Yeah. So, but he was acting stupid anyway, so that was thankful. That was done. Um... So then by the time I come back, we had a date. We had a date to meet again. But this time we changed the date to Virginia because I had to go for um, my niece's graduation. I was so proud of her, and but I wanted to see you too. So since I was coming that close, I asked you to come to Virginia with me. And that was June the 7th. You actually came, that was a Friday. It turned, I think it was June 8th, and it ended up being because it was the middle of the night. So, like, because you didn't get there until, like, what time? We both got there a little bit later than we should have, but you were kind of, yeah, you had to come from work. Yeah. It had to be sometime, like, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because we had a lot going on. Like, yeah. remember the crazy girl in the parking lot trying to talk to me? Yeah. Excuse me. So, you end up showing up, and I don't know why I was, like, because all of the stuff that was happening, happening, and you were getting lost, and I'm trying to find out where you were, it just kind of seemed like it was frustrating, the whole situation. So I'm like, I hope he doesn't get frustrated because it was like a lot going on. But then you show up. Mm-hmm. And it felt weird. It did feel weird because although I had seen you already as my friend, this was the first time that I was seeing you and you weren't my friend anymore. Right, but we had committed to not having sex until we got married. Yeah. But we weren't going to get married until February 2020, so... That was almost another year. The day be- after eight my months. birthday. Yeah. It was what, how many months? That's eight months. Eight months, yeah. And so, but it was different. Because although we had committed to not having sex, I have my friends picking out lingerie for me to meet you. Well, that's because your friends started... They helped to change the perspective. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, are you taking that? Don't take that. You need to take this. <laughs> That's not going to get it, okay? Um, so, yeah, that was a little weird because, I don't know, you made me nervous. So, then I'm walking up to you and then it's like, you seemed a little nervous. So we're both together, like, on this whole... When I first saw you, I sat back down. You were so pretty. Well, I thought the same about you. Not that you were pretty, but you were very handsome. Like, and for some reason, I keep telling you, I was attracted to you when I was younger, but for some reason, it seems like I'm more attracted to you now. Hmm. So that was even different. Right. I mean, because you have people telling you, you know, you're handsome and, you know, this, that, and the third all the time, so I wasn't adding to that back then but I don't know I felt different about it this time so okay we um help each other get our shit together and we go to our room so we're hanging out we're talking feeling awkward everything's all fucking weird like Mm -hmm. cheesing with each other um what else yeah because now at this point you were my fiance literally but you still needed to ask me to marry you, right? For sure. Okay. You know how this works. Um, old school values, young man. Um, so, yeah, I'm literally your fiancé right now at this time. But we're both feeling very awkward. So what happened? <laughs> That's the look you want to give me. Well, we a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> a few drinks and then we what? A few drinks and then I think we decided it was time to go to bed because by this time it was almost morning. It was like fucking three or four o'clock. Yeah. We up like we fucking daylight, party. I should say it was already morning. Yes, because we're being awkward and it's like. So we didn't really want to. We only had one bed. So then I think we were taking our time trying to get to the bed. <laughs> Nobody wanted to say, let's go to bed. Because <laughs> we were tired. <laughs> yeah. So then, but then, when, as soon as I turn the lights out, it's like we... <laughs> we what? We just came right together to have sex. Violation already. Violation immediately. Supposed to be waiting for eight months and waited like zero hours. Four hours. I know. First time we got together. Violated. Done. But we fixed it though. We showed no discipline. At all. My brother kept telling me, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Y'all come stay over here. Y'all come stay over here. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Ty. Don't get, don't do it. Well, did you regret it? No, I didn't regret it. I ended up married. <laughs> like real fast, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, like he said, we had a great weekend. So Saturday, Sunday, and you were going back because you had to go to work. I was going to stay in Virginia until Monday. Mm-hmm. But then... I went to the graduation. When you left, I felt like I missed you. I felt the same thing. And I wanted to be with you again. So after the graduation, I called you. What did you say? I told you to come up. <laughs> I was going to get a room and I could leave and go to work from the room. So we wasted money on one room in Virginia. Yeah. Because I was supposed to stay there. Yeah. And then I drive all the way to Delaware, two hours or three hours away. I spent more money on a hotel. To come and stay with you that night. For a few hours. But it was fun. It was very fun. And I was glad I did that because I really did miss you. Like, I don't know why two days being with you made me feel like it was going to be a long time not to be with you. Yeah. So I came back home. 
my life was different then because I knew me and the person were done because I was never gonna like let them touch me again after that. So that was probably the catalyst for everything else happening. I got drunk, blacked out, went crazy. Hadn't done that in years. Um, called you crying <laughs> on the phone. Um, you sit here, I'm out a two hour flight away. I didn't, it was nothing, not much I could do. But you did calm me down though. Right. You and my son got me calm. Yeah. Um, we got past that situation. Two weeks later, you flew to Atlanta. And in the process, but we were kind of working this thing out because um, we were planning this whole big extravagant wedding. And then we decided that we wanted to get married now because we didn't want to continue to have sex and not be married. We wanted to be right in God's eyes. So... I remember um, thinking, because all the stuff that happened before, and we were so good, and everything was so great, and I'm like, I remember sending you the um, link for the minister, and then I went to sleep. But when I before I went to sleep, I said, "Good night, Mr. Johnson." Right. When I woke up, I woke up to a text message that said, "What." That was a confirmation? It was a confirmation and you sent me a text. I don't remember that either. A text message? You mean from me? Or? Yeah, you sent me a text message with that receipt. You paid for the minister at night that while asleep. Yeah. And then you said, mm-hmm. Good morning. Um, you said, Good night, Miss Johnson or something. That's uh, what you said. Okay. So when I woke up, I had the text message and I, I had the receipt. That, but, uh, did you send me a text? That was my reply to the text? Yes, I sent you oh, right. good night, Mr. Johnson. Okay, right. And yeah. you sent me the receipt for the minister being paid and you said, Good night, Miss Johnson. Right. So when I woke up, that's what I saw. So I'm over here like, Oh shit. Because I didn't want to, you know, make it seem like I was pushing. And then you just did what you did. You did. You hooked it up. So then you came to Atlanta, you and your best friend. I was nervous then too. Could you tell? Probably. I at least know that, yeah, because we were, like I said, everything felt awful. I mean, you were so childish. Like, how old are we? And we still act all giddy with each other. So, okay. Um, you come. We're getting married on a Saturday. What day did you come? We didn't have much time, though, is the issue. I think it came on, like, Thursday, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday. but we had no time. Like, I think the first day we probably spent, you know, getting everything together, but this whole entire time, I'm like, so nervous, because remember, I started drinking, I mean, and I don't know why, because I love you, and I, I wanted to make sure, but I was so scared. It fast, you know, there's a lot of change, like, a lot of unknown things coming. Yeah, shit was moving pretty damn fast. Yeah. It was a lot going on. And besides, we didn't, we hadn't dealt with each other outside of our friendship in 10 years. At all. And now we're about to be married. And married. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a commitment. Yeah. But that's the only thing that we've never done before. Right. We've done everything else. Mm-hmm. So we got married. And it was the best day ever. And in my mind, it was like I wouldn't change a thing about it because it was like the fairy tale, whimsical. I had my little flower headband on, and it was so nice. Way different because I have a dress that we spend thousands of dollars on, and we're out by the pool where I wanted to be, and it was very nature-like and. It was the best thing ever. It was like such a day of magic. 
but you and I have a lot of magic surrounding our relationship because do you remember that day when I was so so nervous and I was drinking and I was like I felt like you know how the Disney movies are when you have the princess or you have the king and then they get married to the other person and then all of a sudden it's like a whole whirlwind and everything just changes like you know the beauty and the beast or something like because that was our theme also you gave me the beauty and the beast friend because we've been like that for forever you have the beauty and the beast on your arm that's the tattoo that's been us for forever so it's like um having this whole thing going on in my brain like because I don't even know how you got here like how do we go from friends best friends to now we reside in the same place we weren't even having those conversations and everything just snapped right together like a a time warp opened up and you just landed in my bed that sounds crazy so, but we had this thing <coughs> for forever. So the other day I ended up finding some poems that I wrote for you. Remember when, um, back in the day I would just set up and write stuff and I, I'm trying to be funny when I'm doing some of these things because he would always say things that I thought was not true. It would just be little slick shit. Cause he has little sarcastic ass mouth what's that laugh about you don't whatever so we ended up finding the poems that I ended up that I was writing from back in the day um want me to do one of them let's see and do you remember remember these poems Oh, some of the old ones? Yeah, that I would write for you. They definitely were familiar to me. I remember reading Okay, so we ended up finding them the other day, and I read those to you. So how did those make you feel? First of all, some of them make me feel, is the word nostalgic? Yes. And it would definitely give me that feeling, because they take me back so fast. Start giving me, you know, just thoughts and that I haven't had in a long time, and so that's usually what happens. But all all makes me feel good, though. Right. They're they're good feelings that I basically forgotten about. I guess. Right, because I'm the same exact way. Like, even though I knew I had written these things, like just to see them now is kind of funny because you see yourself like I write our life or I have written our life in such a way that it's like being able to kind of follow a map of something some kind is that what it seems like so then when I'm finding you know because I wrote you a you when you stopped talking to me I wrote you a poem telling you about how I missed you right Mm -hmm. and you had never heard this poem before because I wrote it during a time when you and I were not talking but I also wrote it during a time when that probably would have been a little more vulnerable than I would like to have been with my friend that I'm not sleeping with so you got to hear that for the first time how was that that's different. That tells me things that I probably didn't know. Because, you know, it never dawned on me that you had any feeling behind that. Yeah, I totally didn't appreciate it. But, you know, I ended up just writing it out like I normally do. So I want to go over. And if you are just hearing this podcast and you didn't hear the last one, you should go back and listen to the last one because I started doing some inserts from the actual book that we're doing. 
this is the kind of like a you know my thoughts and my process but it's the thing that we are doing kind of together because in the end some of the words or some of the things that you'll see actually are coming from you know his point of view when you see some of the actual poems but this is part of what I want to say because now you know that I um you know, everybody knows that I do some of the tarot. And this was a gift that I learned to, I just came into. And I didn't know I was going to be good at that. I just decided that I was attracted to that. You and I talk about a lot of things. We talk about, you know, magic. We talk about just the energies that go on in the world. We talk about, what else? Lots, lots of things. Spirituality, religions. Did you say magic? I did say magic. Magic is one of my favorites. Um... So as I am now learning that I kind of manifested some things without even knowing because not realizing that playing around writing some of these poems, I kind of put some things out into the universe jokingly that turned into a real thing, right? Definitely. So I decided that the other day since... I did that and didn't realize it. Now I can intentionally write our life and manifest it out. Definitely. And maybe give it a little magic that we want to have, like kind of point it in the right direction. So one of the things that we decided to do is, and if you follow my tarot channel and you listen, you'll start to realize that Some of the things that I'm telling you, even in the story of our life, have something to do with tarot. So, I'm writing my story, but I'm also giving you guys something that you can kind of follow inside of this format. Because, hold on, let me just read some of it so you can hear it. I got a question. Yes. Is it tarot or tarot? It's however it's potato or potato, tomato or tomato. All right. Which way you want to say it? I didn't know because I hear people saying tarot. I don't like that, though. You don't like that? No, I like tarot. I like the way tarot sounds. Okay. But if tarot is correct. Tomato, tomato. Okay. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. We're here for everything. So, one of the cards we chose was the magician. So... Through the eyes of magic, the universe and above, we were bonded in heaven. We sealed it with love. I married the man, not living in sin, my soulmate, my best friend, my magical twin. So as you're hearing that statement, that's actually coming from the magician. So I used the magician to kind of input what we wanted into life. Next was the Nine of Cups, one of the things we choose. I'm not going to tell you all our cards because you need to pick your own. But we chose 10, and this is how I intertwine them into our life. We're also going to go to the Book of Psalms because you think the Book of Psalms is what? A Book of Spells. So this is how I come up with my magic, my manifesting. And this even though I accidentally did it back in the day, jokingly playing with him, not realizing I tied us together and maybe our life would have been different if I had, I mean, I don't want to change the thing. I wouldn't change the thing because I felt like, okay, so I'll go to one excerpt, like that way you'll kind of get it. So this is part of, you'll hear this later because I'm still, processing i'm gonna you know go through the whole book for you guys and then that way you can kind of get a whole understanding but i'm gonna give you this um i'm a magical being it's in my bloodline manifesting so early i want him he's mine i remember this face i claimed him spells casted unintentional but intentful four years it lasted that's like when I first saw him. I saw him when I was 14 years old. He was across the street. And that was the story that he was telling you from the beginning. And at this point in time, I'm going to have to close this podcast out. If you would like to hear anything else or continue on with the book, come on back because I'm at my hour. And so 
I would like to go into it more, but this is where it's about to end. Next time. Next time.